welcome back to Hour 3 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. I'm Becca Marie. And I'm Stella. And we got our guest, Janice Arnold-Jones, with us today. We are having a good time today, aren't we, Janice? We are. Lots of deep thoughts. Lots. You know, I, and I, I must say, at the national level of our news, I wish they would think a little deeper. And, you know, and I'm not opposed to somebody saying I... Get closer to that mic, I, I, I don't know what this means, but here's what I'm seeing. Can you help me see it? And the national media actually used to do this, and they don't anymore. It's either on script or it's not. So oh, I'm yeah. very grateful that you were willing to take the risk to ask some questions yeah. that may not have answers today. Well, you know, I over the past couple, you know, I spend I spend many many hours preparing a show every week, and I I was looking at all of these things that up front I thought they were separate things, and 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 I'm looking at them, and then something something just clicked in my head. It's like, oh wow, this all seems to go together. Yeah. So. I want to dig into this BlackRock thing. Now, a lot of other talk shows and news people and stuff have talked about this undercover video with James O'Keefe, but I don't believe any of them have got, have come to some conclusions I've come to. And I'm kind of curious to see what the two of you think about this, too. But you know, especially in connection with that other thing that we just went right. through. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to play some of this uh, undercover James O'Keefe video, former founder of Project Veritas, in which he uh, does an interview with a guy from BlackRock. Now, my personal opinion, I think BlackRock is evil. <laughs> I think they are servants of, of the devil. Um, anyway, let's... Let's listen to this, and if you guys are watching us live, you can also watch it, because I'll put it put it on the screen. Here we go, and he just puts it all out there, doesn't he? He does. Mm-hmm. Okay, why is this guy? I, I want to hear him. Yeah, I do, I, I do too. For some reason, he's not making any sound. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'll get it. Why is this? Bear with me here. For some reason, this guy. Uh, he's out here. He's just letting the cat out of the bag left and right. And I know. Myself, Hold right? on. Let me try to refresh this page, see if I can get this to work. Okay. Um, I say he who has the most toys. I know. My, my toys are not cooperating <laughs> with me right now. No, but you have toys. I, I they usually of, work. Yeah. They usually do. Yeah, they usually do work really, really well. Oh, I know what's going on. I what happened to you? I had that tab muted. That's Uh-oh. what it is. It's always something simple. Well, no, I didn't have that tab muted. <laughs> well, it's something that, yeah, when you listen to him, it's like oh, it all fits together. Everything crazy. that he's saying, just everything that we've been talking about, it all fits together like it makes all sense right away. Yeah, Stella, go ahead and share your thoughts there. I'll see if I can figure out what's going on here. I don't know what's going but, on with this. But it also, I, I think, <clears throat> makes you question, okay, so while I see all of this going on, what is my role? What what am I supposed to do? Uh, and, and can I make any difference at all? And if you ask that too nonchalantly, you'll throw your hands up. You did not throw your hands up, Stella, so what do we do? No. Well, um, let me think about this. <laughs> okay, guys. Sorry, I had a brain fart here. I know what's wrong. Did you? It's working now. <laughs> I forgot to turn up the volume on the board. Okay, here oh. we go. They don't want to be in the news. They they don't want people to talk about them. They don't want to be anywhere on, on the radar. Why not? I don't know, but I suspect it's probably because it's easier to do things when people aren't thinking about it. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money, and then you can start to buy people. I work for a company called BlackRock. Meet Serge Varley, a recruiter at BlackRock. Let me tell you, it's not through who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wallet. So it's, it's the and who's that? The hedge funds, the banks, these guys are campaign financing. 
Yep, you can buy your candidates. Obviously, we have the system in place. First, there's the senators. And these guys are shit. You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. I can give you 500k right now. No question to ask. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do it, so it's done. Does, like, everybody do that? Does Blackhawk do that? Yeah. It doesn't matter who wins. They're so they're, they're my popular response. Here's Serge Varlek on how good war is for BlackRock's business. Do you have any um, thoughts on the Ukraine-Russia war? Yeah, I mean, I, I do have thoughts. What, what are they? Ukraine is good for business. You, you know, right? Uh, I'll give an example. Russia Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos. price of wheat is going to go mad up. The Ukrainian economy is tied very largely to the wheat market, global wheat market. Prices of bread, of, you know, it, literally everything is, it goes up and down. This is fantastic if you're trading. Volatility creates opportunity to make profit. So that, you know, that really brings about a really interesting question here. Okay. BlackRock, I mean, they are just woke as hell. I mean, they've they've been behind, and I've, I've been talking about this for weeks or even months, about how they're behind these, these big corporations doing things that seemingly uh, are them committing suicide. You know, Anheuser-Busch, I mean, they've took an enormous hit. Disney, they've took a hit. Um, uh, let's see, what is it? The, you know, the thing with the Dodgers the other day and the Sisters of Indulgence. Indulge, of <laughs> perpetual <laughs> indulgence. And all all of this crap. And, you know, they they do these things and, and oh, Target. Look at Target, you know, and they're taking enormous hits in their business, and they, they, you would think that they know what's going to happen when they do these things, but it turns out that the wokeness is mostly coming from these companies like BlackRock, and like I said earlier, BlackRock controls almost as much money as the entire GDP of the United States. So, does BlackRock have a significant interest in Modelo? I so Bush loses uh, uh, with Bud Light; they lose it, lose market share. Modelo is now the number one selling yes. beer in the country. Did did they did they actually orchestrate this? Is that see see? I didn't think about that, Janice. But that's really good. It's like they're thinking. Hmm. Who's next in line to benefit if we if we just take out Bud Light? You've got a good point there, and I I think these guys they're like playing chess. I, I you think know they are. Right. Yes, with our lives. With, with our it, lives. Yeah, and they don't even think have a second thought about it. They play chess with people's lives. Right. But in order for you to create a new market and make more revenue, then a market has to recede. Uh, there is sort of a balance here. Bud Light uh, and Bush just took a hit. Well, you know, just does that mean Bush Gardens is going to take a hit too? I don't know. I'm sure, I yeah, it would have to. I used to like going to Bush Gardens. I, 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 I lived in Florida for a really long time. You know, I, I did, and I, I've been to Bush Gardens more than once. But you know, one thing that this guy did bring up that how cheaply you can buy a politician ten thousand dollars and he'll vote your way. You know, it's like the city council here. We had one time over the art project. How cheaply they sold out. Like for $5,000 they'll sell out. How how far could $5,000 go nowadays? Uh, you know, so I, and I, I've got to take issue with that because yeah, I, I ran campaigns and was I ever offered $5,000? No, I was not. But uh, several thousand. You could not buy my vote for nothing. You can talk to me, but you can't get my vote by your money. But that brings up another point. We have the cheapest <clears throat> Senate races in the country, $9 million. <clears throat> the average Senate race is $15 million. Can you imagine what $500,000 would do with Martin Heinrich's race? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is that is a stunning statement, you know. And I, I, you know, I just want to believe that most legislators were like me. But Stella, I'm afraid that you were right, yeah. and that really bothers me. They sell out real cheap, you know, um, and they can be replaced. Oh, by the way, that happens. They get replaced. Mm -hmm. it, it is not an ongoing well revenue you know, flow for places like BlackRock. I mean, having somebody else having you mentioned mm -hmm. something about term limit term limits earlier, Janice. Yes. 
term limits are really, really bad for business as far as BlackRock is concerned. It's like, you know, once we've bought that politician for 10000 uh, we don't want to have to buy another politician. Right. We want you know? him to stay bought. We want him to stay there. You know, it's like we've already bought this one. We want this one to stay in play for as long as possible. I mean, right. like, look at people like Diane Feinstein. I mean, she looks like she's already dead. I don't know. Maybe she is. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Maybe they're just propping her up like Weekend at Bernie's. I, I don't know. I mean, have you seen what that woman looks like lately? <laughs> well, yeah. between her, her and Nancy, I you know, it's it's a toss-up. Well, Although Nancy's Nan- had so many facelifts. Right. I mean, her it, face it is looking really move. strange. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't move anymore. Yes, it doesn't move anymore. Only women can say this. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Mike on Facebook, he's saying, stand back and look at the big picture, which is what I do a lot of. A lot of people don't do that. They're so focused on the headlines. It's like, you know, pay attention to this here. Don't don't pay attention to what's over here. Pay attention to what's right here, what we're talking about. <clears throat> Says these issues are all tied together. Exactly. And that's what I'm doing right now. Keep pulling on the threads until it unravels. Could be using Ukraine to deplete the Russian economy. Entirely possible. It could be part of it. I think it's part of it. I think there's even more to it than that. Could be could we be using climate change to deplete the economy? Maybe. Uh- Oh, good point. You know, uh, like I talked about the cost-benefit analysis thing the uh, earlier when I was talking about that, about the cost of of instituting change compared to the cost of what uh, letting it just do its thing would cost everybody. The cost to institute change is far greater than just dealing with the circumstances of whatever happens. Right. You know, I, it, this the one guy I was listening to, he was talking about how that, you know, human beings, we can adapt to things, you know? Okay, it gets a little warmer. Oh, let's so the, so the ocean rises a little bit. Oh, so we, you know, maybe we don't have those condos on the beach like we've had. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, is I was in Florida just last, last year, and I lived in Florida for like 20 years. The beaches looked exactly the same. Shocking. And it's like, huh, I went there expecting for the, for the water to be right up there, right into the, into the weeds and right alongside the condos. But no, it was still way out there. No, it's in Abiquiu and Cochiti Lakes right now, just in case you're not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where was I going with this? Okay, uh, okay. so, um, yeah, let me play some more of this guy. Okay. Okay, this is pretty good. Okay. It's real f-ing good for, for business. It's exciting when shit goes wrong, right? BlackRock manages $20 trillion. Twenty trillion. BlackRock Serge Varley says all of this is above a normal person's understanding. You're like a that's what they're hoping for. This is this is beyond them. The whole thing of like domination from a concept is so interesting. Hi. I'm James O'Keefe with OMG News. Here we are with our latest story, this time on BlackRock, one of the world's leading asset and investment managers, which owns significant shares of companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Anheuser-Busch, Meta, Target, Procter & Gamble, Comcast, CNN, Fox, and yes, Pfizer, just to name a few. At OMG, we do not shy away from exposing powerful companies, and we're not afraid of powerful people. Okay, look at this variety of companies these people basically control, because they control the money. If you control the money, you control the people, you control the businesses. They literally can control pretty much everything. And, you know, so... When you talk about, like, the, the point you made earlier was really, really good, Janice, where you're talking about, well, you know, they, they may be, they're playing chess here, we know that, and they're thinking about, hmm, how can we benefit by taking out Bud Light? Who's going to be the next one to pop up? We'll invest in that one while it's low, and then when it goes up, they look at it as just an investment. They, they're just playing with the money. Right. You know, I was wondering the other day, it's like, 
how did George Soros make all this money that he's constantly using to influence politics around the world? And so I did a little research on George Soros. Well, what does he produce? What does he sell? George Soros has never produced or sold anything. George, uh, George Soros basically is a hedge fund manager. That's what he's been doing his whole life. He's been buying low, selling high. So, you know, when he manipulates things and destroys one thing, he's looking down the road to see what's going to benefit from me destroying this or that. Or, you know, he don't care about politics. All he knows is that, you know, doing one thing benefits him in another way. That's the way this evil dude is. And now apparently his evil son has taken over for him. Great. Great. His even more evil son. Even more evil (laughs) son. Because his evil son wants wants to be more involved in politics. Wow. I would say I don't know that they could get any less involved. One of the things that drives me crazy about the George Soros uh, megalopolis is how they utilize nonprofits. And I know everybody thinks nonprofits are, we're all doing good. Excuse me. The number of nonprofits that are actually running our elections is stunning. But I want to get back to BlackRock and yes. talk about how this, I mean, $20 trillion, and the next nearest fund, what, what did we say, Vanguard had $7 You trillion, said seven, yeah. Which is mm-hmm. equal to the United States budget. It's annual budget, $7 trillion. Yeah, yeah. I believe, I, 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 don't, I, I don't remember, but I think that the GDP of uh, the... United States is equal to almost most other countries in the entire world added together. I think I think that's true, and the only other, except for e- China, maybe. E- e- yeah, economy that's close mm-hmm. is China. Yeah, yeah, and and a little bit behind, but not by much. So look at the the power that BlackRock has. Well, and with that amount of money, uh, so so let's let's let's. How does this work? Do they call up President Biden and say? Uh, sell off your javelin missiles and make some new ones because we need a new industry? Is that what they're saying? I'm thinking there's some favors going back and forth here. And I think that if anybody ever followed the money, you usually can get the answers. But following the money can be difficult. I mean, just just like, yeah, it could be. I mean, you know, look at the people that have messed with the Clintons in the past. They end up dead. But, you know... They all these shell corporations that they create, they make it so complicated. But you know, a lot of these Republicans in the House, they've they've managed to follow the money trail on this and track it back to back to the Bidens. But that's what these people do, and they make it really, really difficult. I don't know. Let's continue with this. Okay. People. So we decided to take a look for ourselves at the influence BlackRock has on our politics and the influence they have on our culture. So to do that, what better place to start a hidden camera investigation than into a self-described gatekeeper at BlackRock? Like, you're kind of like a f***ing gatekeeper at BlackRock. Yeah, I am. I, I decide people's fates. Every f***ing day, I literally decide how somebody's life is going to be shaped. That's so powerful. I love it. Yeah, it's... it's I don't know, the, the whole thing of, like, domination from a concept is just, it's, it's so interesting. Introducing Serge Varley, whose LinkedIn says he's worked for Morgan Stanley, Citadel, and now as a recruiter at BlackRock. I work for a company called BlackRock. I'm not actually a finance guy. I just, I know what happens because I'm recruiting people who do these things. Mm-hmm. I'm the person who... You know, this undercover girl that is interviewing this, she's just playing on, on his ego so well. And he's just loving talking about himself. I just, they suck these people into these things because these people, they like to talk about themselves and they're proud of, of the evil stuff they're doing. I'm saying, but who in their right minds, any place talks about domination? I, 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 were you not stunned when he said that? Oh, oh, I know. I was like, what? A lot of people like that, though. It's like, it's like, you know, world domination. You know, these. But, but, but wait, wait. It's okay in backgammon and a few other games, but my life is not a game. It's not a game. <laughs> not as far as they're concerned. I yeah. guess not. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, one one of our uh, uh, watchers on Rumble, he said uh, we were talking about the the weather thing earlier. He says uh, there's a whole division on the weather service that is dedicated to cloud disbursement, cloud seeding, cloud bursting, the weather weapons. Treat treating nineteen treat. I think he means treating nineteen seventy nine. Don't don't. I don't know. I can't read the rest of that anyway. So yeah, uh, Ficto. If if you want to clarify that last part there, I kind of lost me on that one. It's like I was telling you earlier that they are messing with the weather, and you it might not be so noticeable, but you you know when you've been around a long time and seen what the weather is like normally, and then things are so abnormal and. And you might say it happens every hundred years or stuff, but I think that they truly are messing with it. Well, They've I, been talking about it a long time. I think they're trying to mess with it. And I think, we're, I'm going to call it Mother Nature or God, pick one, but you're being pushed back on a regular basis. I have a friend who actually has worked on cloud seeding. Sounds like a wonderful thing, especially where you don't have enough water where you want mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. except that their success rate is like below 5%. Why do you think that is? It's not that a lot of money didn't go into it. It did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not in charge. Your mama is right. Yeah. We're, we're not in charge here. My, we're my, not in charge. My char- mom says, God's in charge of the weather. There's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, but think about it. If you could manipulate the weather, which there are a lot of people that believe that you can manipulate it, that this whole harp project and and all of this stuff is all part of that imagine you know you got evil evil people like this blackrock people if you can manipulate weather it's like hmm okay oh on this chessboard here okay this place over here is is mostly responsible for growing most of the weed in the world what would happen if we wiped out that entire crop this season yeah you know what would happen if if this entire uh, chicken farm burned to the ground? What would happen if we had these 20,000 cows on this ranch just suddenly spontaneously combust and blow up? Um, what would happen then? What would happen if one of these factories that manufactured this important thing was to burn down? You know, it makes you kind of wonder, what would happen if this train derails and all of this stuff to manufacture all these plastic products was burned up? Wow. Makes you think, don't it? It sure does. And here's an interesting thing, too. And I just thought about this today. Have you noticed how the chicken farms burning down and the cows blowing up and the trains derailing seems to have completely stopped? We, we, we haven't had a good train derailment since... Uh, it's been weeks, hasn't it? Uh, no, I think there was one, uh, was it in India? Uh, oh, India, I heard about that yeah, one, yes. Yeah, we did. But, but beyond that, so it had been several weeks yeah. in between. Yeah, but before that, it was like one right after the other, just right. constantly. And not to mention you had all of these, these food plants burning down, just constantly hearing about this. But that suddenly seems to have stopped. Well, in the United States, maybe, you know, we don't know what they've, you know, they don't let us know what's happening in other countries. The media doesn't. So maybe they're getting hit now. The United States got hit for their share Maybe, like you said, it's a chess game to them. So let me let me bring the chess game to a very localized area. Okay. So we have a popular restaurant that has been shut down for cockroaches. Cockroaches. We have. We can eat those though. <laughs> we can. And and a popular uh, grocery chain shut down for mice. Is there a connection with vermin and something else? I mean, this is just like. What is happening? This conversation that we've been listening to by this black rat guy makes you ask a lot of questions. A lot don't of questions, it? like <laughs> it's like, oh my god, my head's about to explode thinking about these things now. Exactly, uh, and and no explanations as to why why all of a sudden it's like a rash. And then you're right; they will stop. And how does that happen? Is it because we we have taken over and eradicated the cockroaches. I'm telling you, that ain't going to happen. No. <laughs> Not cockroaches, they live through anything. <laughs> no, 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 that won't happen. So, I, wow. Let's hear some more. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Surge tells us who really runs the world, how they do it, and just how much it costs to buy people like politicians. 
Let me tell you, it's not through who's the person. It's, uh, it's who's controlling the, the wall. Right? So it's, it's the, and who's that? Like, the hedge funds, BlackRock, the banks. These guys want campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. How do they run the world? You acquire stuff. You diversify, you acquire, you keep acquiring, you spend whatever you make in acquiring more. And at a certain point, your risk level is, is super low. Like, imagine you've invested in um, like 10 different industries from food to to drinks to like technology, right? One, one of them fails, it doesn't matter. You have nine others to pick you up. Risk management is, is inherently in just about everything. And in the finance space, it's all about it's, it's, it's well. It's all about the money you make. You don't you don't let it sit. You're like you keep using it over and over. And reinvest. Yeah, and it exponential growth. And then once you just own a little bit of everything, is that where the control? Yeah, you own a little bit of everything, and that little bit of everything gives you so much money on a yearly basis that you can take this big ton of money. And then you can start to buy. They're diversified on their world domination. First, there's the senators. And these guys You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. 10 grand for a senator. They're my pocket. Today, only I'll sell you a senator for 99.99. Does like everybody do that? Does BlackRock do that? The BlackRock recruiter also tells us about how the U.S. government relies on BlackRock for their economic simulation computational power. Economic simulation. They need to understand the impact of something, right? They're going to, like, raise the interest rate, for example. It's going to create this cascade of various factors that are not sure what it's going to do, basically. And just how f***ing great the Ukraine war is for business. Do you have any um, thoughts on the Ukraine-Russia war? Ukraine is good for business. You know, right? We don't want the conflict to, to, to end. Why? We don't want the conflict to end as a country. That's right. We don't want the conflict to end. See? I was talking about that earlier, remember? Yes, you were. You know? You know, uh, we were talking about that you buy a senator for $10,000 and there's your vote for them every, every time. $10,000, come on. They, they we're talking about they own $20 trillion, $23 trillion. $10,000 is a drop this in the bucket. Nothing. They could pay for the same senator a dozen times and it won't affect them. And you wonder why these politicians seem to be marching in lockstep. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody. Um, we're going con- to finish off the show with talking about this stuff because there's still more I want to cover. Um... Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Uh, stay around for the final segment. It's going to be good. It's been a, been a great show today, hasn't it? Fun. Anyway, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. a trailer to haul something around check out my friends at jp trailer sales they've been doing business in albuquerque for seven years whether you're hauling cars landscaping equipment dirt or your favorite off-road toys jp trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs they have open trailers enclosed trailers and can even do special orders you'll always receive great friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. 
Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Welcome back to the final segment of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella, along with our guest Janice Arnold Jones today. It has been a packed show today. And you know, I had so much more material, but uh, as usual, we're not going to probably get to that. I was here about that, but don't we need to talk about Durham? I think we do. Durham? You want to? Oh, well, I, I just. I think you're on to BlackRock. I think I this too. funding mechanism. But are you not disappointed that he didn't expand his scope of investigation? Nobody was going to tell him no, but he was very much to the letter of the scope of investigation. No, I think so too. Well, he's a recruiter. You know, he was. Are we talking about? We're talking about Durham. Yeah, I I shifted She's over about to Durham. Durham. She's oh. talking about Durham. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I say, come on, come on, we got to keep shifting gears here. No, I agree. (laughs) Well, you know, I think all of this stuff is tied together. That's the thing. It's like, you know, we this this corruption that Durham was investigating. um, Is there a reason why he didn't dig deeper, Um, or was it? I mean, I mean, I was listening to the hearings, and it was like it was like he he would say, "Well, that wasn't within my scope," and it's like, you know, he's a he's a lawyer, you know. I mean. (laughs) Well, and I, so I'm just going to guess that he was given a scope and, and he followed the letter of the law. I think he very clearly proved that Russiagate was a hoax, and I am absolutely thrilled beyond words that uh, Schiff was censored, and I think he's getting off light uh, because the stuff he put out was just so egregious. Um, and yet, no matter what he did, everything touched on what was going on with the Bidens. And it was like he hit a brick wall and couldn't go any farther. Uh, And my question to you is, was that self-imposed or was he being the terrific lawyer that I think he is? And he said, you know, my scope says I can't go there, so I'm not going there. Mm -hmm. But did he allude to, and I think he did, that that is where we needed to go. 
and you listened to the hearings. What what did you? I, I didn't get to listen to all of them. I didn't yeah, have time. Didn't. I listened to I listened to some of it. Um, I tried to listen to as much as I could, but it's flat out ran out of time. I. Uh, I mean, I, so let's go back and talk about the media. For four yeah. years, they dogged a president. And you may not like Trump's personality. But I, they, I actually like his personality uh, myself. I say, but some people don't, yeah. you know. And, and, and yeah. he's a bit of a bully, but was yeah. there, his policies right? But it was a con- look at the concentrated effort to say, don't look over here, look here. And they were trying to tie... Trump to Russiagate, mm-hmm. when in fact, here's BlackRock over here fomenting what is happening in the Ukraine. Don't look over here. Don't look over here. Which kind of makes you wonder about, you know, this thing with the sub that's been going on this week, um, which is extremely unfortunate. Um, appears that these people have all died. These five people died that were uh, going down that sub. And not only that, but uh, at least a couple of these people were billionaires that ran huge companies. Um, kind of makes you wonder what's going to happen with their company now, what's going to happen with all of their assets. Um, I was, don't think OceanGate is going to survive this. I, I, I just don't see how they can survive I, it. I don't either. I Yeah, I... At least not in its current form. They do come back reincarnated. And when this happens with Virgin Galactic, which I believe it will, uh, because Richard Branson's group is like that, Mm -hmm. uh, it may not come back as Virgin Galactic, but it will come back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I thought that uh, he had an interesting idea with the Virgin Galactic. I, I thought it was an interesting idea. But I just never, when I looked at the, um, the plane and everything, it all just looked too fragile. And it's like, I just can't see how this is going to go anywhere. Yeah. And But it's an interesting idea, you know. But but the thing with the sub, it kind of makes you wonder, I mean, have have they sent this sub down before? I mean, I haven't had enough chance to, I assume this wasn't the maiden voyage of this sub. I, I don't think it was the maiden voyage. Yeah. But I don't know that it had gone to such depths. Hmm. And, and if it wasn't its maiden voyage, so either it if they had taken it down before, if it was an implosion, then there was a crack of some sort in the hull. So, and, and modern technology says, okay, are you doing uh, the equivalent of an MRI on the hull? Are you looking for cracks? Why didn't they do that? Right. And and some of the people who pulled out said, you know, their safety measures are not good enough. So we're not you know, going. The and thing they already I, paid. Yeah, the thing I don't understand about about the whole thing is that, you know, from what I know about uh, about submarines and submersibles and things like that, they have ballast. Okay, you've heard, you, you all have probably had heard the term of blowing the ballast. Okay, right. that basically that would re- result in you surfacing very quickly. I mean, you're, you're going to have to go in, the people inside are going to have to go into a decompression chamber for right. days um, to, to survive the bends as a result of that. But, I, you know, I thought there were numerous safety precautions in place anytime, you know, this a submersible. And... You would think if they were going down before the thing imploded, that there would be warning signs that oh, you know, we need to stop, we need to stop going down, and that they would come back up. The whole thing doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, Ooh, you you're know, asking some really good questions. Yeah, things just don't suddenly implode. Okay, right. you hear creaking, you hear, you get, you get warning signs in advance. Right. Um, so I don't really, you know, did did this thing not, you know, and they talk about communication. Didn't they have some kind of emergency communication buoy that they could deploy uh, that would float up to the surface well, or but something? Was there I, any communication at all? We haven't heard that. What a great question. We're being given very few details. Right. And yet we know that the ROVs um, are able to make it down to the Titanic site in two hours, but you never hear what was the time frame for this submersible to go from the surface to the ocean floor, it clearly was not two hours because the mm-hmm. people couldn't withstand it. Yeah. Well, I I, did, I I think there's a lot of information we're not being given, and 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 that's that's what just had me wondering about this whole thing. It's like, well, you just suddenly implodes. I I don't think it things happen like that, you know. And had it not gone down there before, I mean, I can't imagine how they would send how how some billionaires 
would risk their lives on a maiden voyage <laughs> down to see the Titanic, knowing that there are very few um, submersible vehicles on the planet that can do that. Right. I mean, they literally had a lot of trouble finding somebody to come out and help with the with the search because very few people have a vehicle that has this capability. Right. I, I, from what I understand, it's like 400 atmospheres when you're down at like 13,000. Amazing. You know, amazing. I, it, huge amounts of pressure. Right. Um, so I just think there's a lot of questions that aren't being asked, and I'm not certain that, that we can ever uh, really expect that we will get the answers. There's so many things that we don't, just like the whole thing with the with the UFO, supposed UFOs that were shot down and, and all of that. That just got swept away into the rug. The news agencies no longer care about digging into things and, and digging into the truth. Like the thing over the, the octagonal thing that was over Lake Huron, I think it was Lake Huron, that got shot down by the, by the Air Force or whatever. Um, that sounded and, and very interesting. Talking about the weather balloons or the 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 they just move from one thing to the next and they don't ever do any investigation. May I ask you a question? Sure. Is there an association of independent journalists and podcasters? And are you sharing information? Because at some point we can no longer depend on the um, mainstream media. We cannot because they are not they're not digging. They're mm-hmm. not telling They're us not. the truth. So, uh, how how do all they you, care about are headlines. How do we how do we get this to the people so that we can defend ourselves either intellectually or physically? I don't know, but you know, I think you thought of a great idea there, Janice, about an independent group of of a, a group of like a network of independent podcasters and, yes. and independent journalists. Ooh, you I, have plenty of time to organize that, don't you? <laughs> yes, I, I just have so much time on my hands. <laughs> I, I, that, that sounds like a fantastic idea, kind of like a, like, a, like a network, a whole new network of actual real investigative journalists. I, I, I think it's what it's going to take. I, I think so, too. You I think do. sort of like that investigator that is out there uh, checking out the camps that they're bringing those able-bodied men, like something like that. That they like Christy Hutcherson. There. You know, she yeah. she called into our show uh, the other day, and uh-huh. you, have you heard of her, Janice? I have Christy not. Hutcherson. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's been out um, on the border a lot over the past few years, watching to see what's going on. She's been watching the the. The, the illegal immigration come, come across the border. She's been watching how they've been taking busloads of fighting age men into uh, facilities. Not the women and children, just these fighting age men. And they won't let anybody near it. And, you know, I, I, I even heard something... Are they using Fletzy to do that? Who? Fletzy, which is a... It's an academy uh, down by Artesia that trains uh, police and other things. I mean, it's kind of isolated. Well, these camps mm. that they're taking to him look like training camps, and she's right. been showing video of this and streaming it online and, and showing people about it. There's a lot of really weird stuff going on, and the mainstream news does not talk about it at all. Yeah, they're even threatening you know, the, her, the uh Border Patrol are threatening their lives for exposing these camps and stuff, threatening them. So Our, our friend Mike here on uh, Facebook, he said, good questions. Interesting that these people were billionaires. Were they financing anyone or politicians or companies? Yeah, another threat. You're right. And, and, and Mike, I, I, think, I think all of this stuff goes together. And that's why when I was putting together the outline for today's show, and, I, and at first I was thinking, oh, well, these are separate things. And then I got to looking at it. I was like, no, I think all of this stuff is connected. And, yeah. you know, but it, it, it's a good question. Nobody's asking that question. Why would a couple of billionaires go down in a sub unless they knew it was – that wasn't guaranteed. A very, very good chance that it's very safe. Mm-hmm. I would say, and worse than that, why would you take your son? Why would you take your son? Good point. You know, I, I do another, Janice, I don't know if you know, but I do another show on late Saturday night. It's what I call, it's a show I call The Continuum. And we talk about all the weird and strange things. Ooh. Like, 
thing I'll give you a little preview people if you guys haven't listened to that show it's streaming only it's not on the radio so you have to go to my facebook you have to go to my my website freedomspeaknm.com and click on the rumble link to to watch this show but um we're going to be talking about um this saturday night about did you know you remember the the challenger oh absolutely accident okay um all of those astronauts supposedly died but there is... But they didn't die immediately. They, well, yeah. I, I'm sorry, but they didn't. And there's some evidence out there that maybe they didn't die at all. <laughs> there's, there's, there's photographic evidence of, the, of them older now, still have with different identities living their lives. Um, we're going to talk about that one I on say, Saturday night. I've got some really great stuff to share on that. Um, but, it, you know, we, just stuff like that. But but the sub thing it makes you ask questions right. and uh, but the media isn't asking questions how these things don't seem to add up very well. So when it comes to the mainstream media, um, you know we have reporters who are failing to ask questions. Do you think it's possible that they are asking questions, but their their owners are saying, "No, we're not going to answer that question." Where, where do Good you point. think this is breaking down? Well, you saw one of the companies that BlackRock funds is Fox News. And you wonder why some of the things that Fox News has done over the past several years. Certainly. In which they used to be the number one cable news network. and because they And, and they were there because they were asking questions. Yeah. And they were allowing their, I will call them a stringer, to ask hard questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they... As near as I can tell, and I will, I will take Tucker Carlson. If he gets it wrong, he always says, so I got it wrong. Nope. Sure. But he would take it to the point that there was no way to refute what he was saying. That There was nothing with which to refute it. Uh, and is that what got him into trouble? Probably so. Probably. Yeah. And some of the other people that have been let go over the years. You know, and you mentioned the thing about Adam Schiff being censured. Okay, that's such a joke. I, I, I looked up what being censured is. What I, I looked up the definition. What is censured? What does that mean? Basically, it just means giving them some harsh words. Shame on you for doing that. So? Who cares? Well, I'm saying... Do you think he cares? Uh, um, maybe he cared a little bit, but because, uh, you know... Do you think so- his feelings are hurt that he's been <laughs> given harsh words? Um, I don't think he liked being called down to the well, but all of the Democrats were in the well, so he was not alone. No. Uh, so, and normally, you know, I mean, the Democrats were all going, shame, shame. Did you hear that? It was just amazing. Oh, I, w- I would think that they probably thought it was a badge of honor. I mean, just, I, exactly right. Absolutely. Exactly You know, right. just, like, just like when I get censored on social media, I look at it as a badge of honor. If I don't get censored or blocked or shut down every once in a while, I'm not doing enough. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I always say, but yes, if you were censored in the state house of representatives i assure you that it would mean something okay so what are the consequences uh, so the consequences are uh, one is that you could the the uh, speaker t- could take your committees could take your offices there are any number of things but in a well small- they've already shut a uh, uh, shift out of uh, committees the guy's a scumbag. Oh, I mean, he's I mean, such he a just, liar. He just lied. I mean, watching the I mean, hearings. He, it's, he lied and it's proven. Right, right. And, and uh, you know, the, the only good thing that they could do is to send him for an ethics complaint. Will they do anything? I don't know. You know, I mean, it's like when we have an ethics complaint against Maggie. Do they do anything? Nothing. No. Of course not. No? Of course not. Our friend Mike here says, Soros has contributed to 54 media groups. Do you think it influences reporting? Of course it does. You know, just like, just like when uh, Fox News, when the whole scamdemic was going, you know, you know they were forcing the jabs on their, on their employees. You know that, right? I didn't know that. Yes, they were. You know, and, you know, it, I also question, okay, the, the candidates currently running for president, the Republican side. Did you know that uh, DeSantis, there were lockdowns and mandates in Florida? You know, they don't talk about this very much, but 
there were lockdowns and mandates. I talked to somebody I know in mm-hmm. Florida, and, and he told me, well, you know there were lockdowns and mandates, mandates down yeah. here, don't you? Yet, yet they're making out Santa's to be their big old hero. You know, <clears throat> here's another thing, too. I hate to bash on Trump because I think he's the best thing we've had in a while. But there's questions about Trump, too. Well, he, he's the one that started the official emergency. He's the one that did the Project Warp Speed. He's the one that still will not speak out against the jab, even though we know it's killed a lot of people. Well, I would say so. So let me speak from another side. Okay. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And it was very clear that people were getting sick. And the health professionals were saying it is going to go through like the Spanish flu and it is going to kill a lot of people. What can we do? And unfortunately, you said it right. He turned it over to Fauci and what's-her-face. Why did he do that? Because he didn't know. And that is the weakness of every leader is you don't know what you don't know. And so... Uh, was it very clear that the elderly were susceptible to COVID? Absolutely. It was absolutely clear. And it became clear very quickly that young people were not. And so when I look at what DeSantis did in Florida, seems to make sense. It was not what Michelle Lujan Grisham did in New Mexico, where everybody was locked down. We're all wearing face muzzles. And it didn't make a difference because the vulnerable population that was going to get sick, which by and large were our Native Americans, were still sick. Well, and the and and the and the the doctors and scientists that were out there speaking out and saying, "Hey, you know this ivermectin works really, really well." They were being blocked. They were being canceled. Um, Pharmacists were being told, "You're not allowed to prescribe this, or you'll lose your license." Doctors are being told, "If you prescribe this, you will lose your license." And evidence is clear, and it's coming out now. And it and it was available then, but people weren't allowed to hear it. Right? They wanted people to die, and it's like it. it, And then it circles back to this whole BlackRock thing, and it circles back to the big pharmaceutical companies. People were making lots of money. Well, and do you think so? And in defense of the president, do you think? that Pfizer was orchestrating this death knell for for citizens do you think he knew that see i don't think i don't think there it was in his character to believe that a large company like that could want americans to die i don't think it was in his no makeup. i think i'm with you there i don't think he knew that's just my personal gut feeling yeah. about that i don't think he knew the the thing i'm criticizing for him uh, you know him now is that he is not admitting that he made a mistake that, oh, you know, I made a mistake trusting this Fauci guy. Um, I made a mistake. You know, yeah. this whole Project Warp Speed was a really... And not only that, but there's evidence out there that there, it wasn't, there was nothing Warp Speed about it. Right. They had already been planning this for years. Right. There was nothing new about it. So this was all planned. And there are numerous clips in which Fauci's talking about it years before, oh, there's going to be a great pandemic in 2020. And they're all talking about this. And they had it ready to go. But it was it was worldwide, which is amazing to me. I could see if one country fell for it or something, but this was a worldwide situation. They made it very Everybody, believable. Don't yeah. you remember the videos coming out of China where people were falling down in the streets and then they walled off? 15 million people, and some of them starved to death. Uh, We saw those videos. But when I look at communities that got COVID, I saw nobody falling down in the streets. But what I did see is that anybody who went to a hospital and was put on a ventilator didn't come out. That's right. That's what I saw. That's right. And so kind of scary, which leads me back to when I was in the legislature, they forced on our population our 12-year-old girls, to be exact, HPV vaccines. Mm. And there had been no testing, Mm -hmm. nothing whatsoever. And look at what we have now. I mean... There's information coming out about those now. uh, It's dreadful. Yeah. And and it, it, it was harmful. There were people who did die, but the damage was huge. Why? See, Why? you know, that leads, that leads me to um, an article I had here um, in which it, it says that over 300 COVID-19 papers were withdrawn <clears throat> for not meeting standards of scientific soundness. There was a lot of this going on that official papers, things that were supposed to be peer-reviewed by numerous people, were being published that were completely lies. 
and saying that it was safe and effective and all this nonsense. Well, now they're backtracking on that, and these papers are being withdrawn. 300 of these papers have been withdrawn now, these papers that were supposedly peer-reviewed. I mean, if they're supposedly peer-reviewed, there would be no reason to ever withdraw them, ever. Exactly. Who's ever heard of anything like this? But if the peer review is based on, for lack of a better term, how woke you are, how in line you are with uh, the administration's agenda, is that scientific? Which leads me to believe anybody who has one of those dang blue signs on their front door needs to take it off because there is nothing scientific about it. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Nothing. No. The only kind of science we've seen over the past few years would be science fiction. Well, or if you believe that a volcano made with uh, uh, baking soda and vinegar is science, I I got some swamp land for you. <laughs> I've never quite understood those those fake volcanoes. That that's not really how a volcano. That is not works. a science project. That's except like, what to say is there's this chemical interaction yeah, here. Come on. Chemi- yeah, I don't I don't get it. What what are you what are you trying to do here? I don't get it. I don't know. You know, I want to get into this other article, okay. too. I've been sitting on this one for a few weeks. Did you hear about all the horses, the racehorses dying? I did. Okay. Churchill Downs. Okay. Now, apparently there were 12 racehorses that died at Churchill Downs. Now, I did a little bit of research about this. It's like, well, that's really strange because I'm, I'm seeing these um, news things come out over social media. You know, I learned so much by scanning social media various different sites okay i'm not learning anything from the news i can tell you that you know but i found out that one thing that they have been doing over the past several years is they have been giving horses mrna injections okay now i got a theory i probably will never be able to prove this but this sudden death of racehorses okay these horses are worth millions of dollars in most cases, so they take good care of them. They don't want them to die or be hurt. But let's say they were given these injections. Now, I'm seeing stuff all over the place. There's lots of stuff on the web of people having these death spirals in which they spin around and they're looking up in the air at something, and then they fall over dead, these vaxxed people. Okay, wow. so kind of makes you wonder. These racehorses that were injected with mRNA, they're normally real sure-footed and they're really good at running really fast. I mean, that's what they're good at. They get out there and they get a little bit lightheaded. Maybe the horse gets a little, little, little bit of brain fog going on, and they trip and they fall and they break their leg because most of these horses they were euthanized because they broke their legs. Interesting. So just a theory. One, one of and and. Don't hold me to the number here, but seven of these horses all had the same trainer. Hmm. Very unusual to yeah. all have the same trainer, which leads me to yet another question. To what degree were each of these horses insured? And who's making money out of this? Just asking. There you go. We're going back to the whole BlackRock thing again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we're almost out of time. One little thing that I wanted to throw in here. Did you hear the other day when, when, when uh, Biden, at the end of a speech, said, God, God save the queen, man? <laughs> yes, I Did you hear that? that? It's like, so... I saw the clips, but I am yeah, just still stunned insane. at what he says. So, so I have to ask these questions. Does he not realize the queen is dead? Okay. Does he not realize that he's the president of the United States and not of, of, <laughs> of Great Britain? And, you know, the queen's way beyond saving. She's, she's dead. Okay. And then it got to thinking, I got to thinking about the words he used. Because you know how the Democrats, they just love drag queens. They love drag queens. And he said, God save the queen, man. <laughs> just, just a thought, just putting it out there. <laughs> Which queen was he referring to? I know. <laughs> so, so, so you guys are out of time. It's been a fantastic show. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. coming on today, Janice. Thank you, Janice. You have been an amazing guest. So, you want to send your questions and comments to us? Uh, send them to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. You can check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to replays of all of our previous shows and check out the resources I have posted there. If you're listening to our show on KDAZ Radio, Thank you for listening. You can hear us on KDAZ every Saturday, 1 to 4 p.m. If you want to watch the show live and interact with us on social media or call in, uh, 
tune, you know, go to my website, click on the Rumble link on Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noon Mountain Standard Time. Check out my Facebook page, Twitter, True Social. I post all kinds of stuff on Facebook. And check out my late night show on Saturday night, 10 p.m. to midnight. Just go to the website, click on the Rumble link. We talk about some weird stuff on there. It's kind of an extension of the show, and we we do much deeper dives. Um, you can check out the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes. Follow, like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided, we are weak. Together, we are strong. It's time to all stand up, open your eyes, reject division, and tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and hate, hell no, we won't comply. And what do we do? We We are are the the resistance. resistance.